Welcome to Divorce Talk with Nicola Beer, a show dedicated to creating change and emotional healing for executives, professionals and expats in the various stages of marriage breakdown and divorce. Discover insightful strategies to better manage your personal affairs and learn secrets to creating more happiness, love and success in your life today. Hi and welcome, this is Nicola Beer and I'm going to be talking to you today about how to make long-distant parenting successful. So I'm going to be sharing with you my 12 tips and I'm also going to be sharing with you what it's like for children that have a long-distance relationship with their parents. So I would call them long-distance children. Now, of all the challenges, change and stress divorce brings, long-distance parenting is one of the most painful and difficult challenges to face. And yet, It's a very real experience for countless numbers of divorced families. In this episode, I will explore the common reasons for long-distance parenting, the changes long-distance children experience, and offer tips for long-distance parents. And whilst I have made this episode for those who are separated and divorced, many expats who are still with their wife or their husband but are living apart from their children, have found the same tips useful. So no matter what your situation or circumstances is, if you're living away from your children, I really hope that this is of use to you. So why does long-distance parenting occur? Well, we live in a mobile society these days, as I'm sure you're aware. It's estimated that in Europe, US and Australia, most families move home every five years. For expat families, this number rapidly increases. When parents move together, this generally isn't seen as a problem, at least by the adults. Children may may differ. But the problem occurs when they are separated or divorced and one parent is required to become a long-distance parent. This is when challenges occur. So long-distance parenting can occur for a whole host of reasons. It can be a new job or business opportunity, the need to look after elderly parents, a job transfer or promotion. Financially, there may be no other option. Marriage or relationship with a new partner who's living in a different location. Sometimes it's to complete immigration, citizenship and passport processes. Sometimes it's to move closer to family and friends where they can offer support and other times it can be to get away from an ex and a former spouse. And whilst all of these reasons I've listed for initiating a move away seem valid, it is important to realise that there are consequences. Children rely on parents to make good decisions on their behalf and they have no choice but to abide by these decisions. When one or both parents make the decision to become a long-distance parent, children also become long-distance children. So what changes do long-distance children experience? More often than not, the relationship a child has with their long-distance parents will change rapidly and dramatically. I will outline just a few of the changes that the majority of children experience so that through awareness, you and your partner, your ex, your, your, your former spouse, can take measures to help your children adjust. So also through this awareness, you may be able to recognize some of this and repair and reverse anything to enhance your relationship. 
So here are the common changes long-distance children face. One, they often lose contact with their extended family, grandparents, cousins, aunts, uncles, which is another loss for them. So just be aware of that. And what can you do to encourage they still have a relationship with the extended family? Or how can you bridge that gap? Two, children lose out on having a parent help or check in with them on homework, school activities, parents' evenings, school or sports events, and generally knowing the details of their daily lives. Three, the relationship becomes more formal. Everything has to be scheduled, organized in advance, and many children, and I know this is true for me, can feel like their parent is no longer available when they need them. You know, they have to schedule a call with them, and if they've missed that call for that week or that time, then they're left. You know, if they've had an argument with mum and dad's call wasn't scheduled for another three days, they can feel isolated or vice versa. Four, there can be a lack of influence on how they are brought up. They may miss out on values, religious and cultural beliefs from the distant parent. Five, travel time can be hugely increased either on the road or by air, which may be tiring. Now, obviously, this depends on the age of the children, but sometimes, you know, I've seen four-year-olds and six-year-olds flying 18-hour journeys to meet one parent on a regular basis, which can be very draining for children. And they can also miss out on activities, friends, daily routines. And six, common feelings that long-distance children may feel is feelings of abandonment, feelings of guilt, feelings of sadness. Some children worry about their parents being alone. Others feel unloved and abandoned by them. And then there are those that feel guilty. So clearly these kind of difficult emotions can affect children in different ways if not addressed. And they can also lead them to grow up very quickly. They can become adults. So they really need to help them to be focusing on being children. So making long-distance parenting work, both parents need to ensure that the relationship between the parent at a distance and their child continues. This is not easy, especially after divorce. It requires compassion, integrity, flexibility, and a commitment to the parent-child relationship. Both parents are 50% responsible for making the long-distance parenting work, as this is in the child's best interest. Consistent open communication is essential. When parents are living together, communication is relatively easy when you think about it. And even if the relationship was bitter at the end, at least you knew that you would have the opportunity by proximity to discuss your children. If you see your children daily, you know how their day was, what they did at school, when they are sick, who their friends are, what they like to do after school, activities, entertainment that they love and that they hate. You know a lot about them in their day-to-day life. And when parents live together and see each other frequently, information about children and important events can also flow. For example, what they've done at school, what activities are coming up, what school events are coming up, what subjects they're doing well at, what their homework is like, what their concert holiday dates are, and the like. When parents separate, their automatic communication changes and often ends, which can be challenging. 
And if the parents are hurt, angry, or not interested in communicating anymore, the parent who lives away from the children misses out on a lot of information. After a while, the long-distance parent can barely know anything about their, their life for that, for that child. Uh, when communication is broken between parents, it can therefore become broken between the parent and the child. And this can be avoided if both parents make an effort to communicate regularly with each other. One of the hardest parts about my parents' divorce was losing my dad. My parents couldn't and still can't stand each other. My dad moved a few hours away to start over and to begin his life new again. And so I went from spending time with him daily. I adored my dad. He was my saviour, my hero. I loved spending time with him. He made our life fun and exciting because my mum was always stressed. And it went from that to then seeing him once every five weeks and speaking to him once every five weeks because we didn't keep in touch on the phone. And so the more the time passed, the more I noticed that I didn't know what to say to him and that he'd become like a stranger. And I just, you know... I didn't know what was going on in his world and he didn't know what was going on in my world and it was just so awkward to just realise that you know nothing about your dad. It was really painful. And years later, you know, thankfully we became close again and we're close now, but I'll never get those years back and that's why I've researched what can be really good for long-distance parenting, how you can make it really effective, how you can still maintain and have a really close relationship. And I share these from my heart with love to help you and your children really, really flourish. So here are some communication tips for long-distance parents. Being a long-distance parent doesn't mean that you will disappear from your child's life. To maintain your relationship, it helps to be consistent, creative and cooperative, the three CCs. That's how I like it. Consistent, creative and cooperative. And that's what I've done from my research. So here are the tips. One, initiate contact. As the adult, it's your responsibility to initiate contact. Don't sit passively waiting for them to email, message or call you. Keeping, keep trying until you get through as well. I really recommend that. And don't take it personally, whatever you do, if your child doesn't respond straight away if they have nothing to say, or if they only stay on the phone a few minutes. This is pretty normal for kids, and it's nothing to do with you. Tip two, know what's going on for them. Remain interested and involved in the details. Know the names of their teachers, their friends, their favourite TV shows and video games. Take an interest in their homework. These days you can view homework online, so it's really easy to keep that shared interest in the details. Three is keep to your word. Anisha, a regular schedule for contacts and follow it. If you'll say you'll call, then please make sure you call. And if you'll say your email, then do that. All relationships are built on trust and predictability and your child needs to be able to trust your word. Four is calendar major events in. Sometimes I find it, find that when I don't schedule an appointment in, or when I don't put in events that are happening for other people, they slip my mind. So I have a calendar for me, which has all of my work scheduling, my social schedule, my fitness schedule, 
So I love doing fitness. And I enjoy socialising as well. So I have my calendar. And then I have my calendar for my coaching clients. So I know what's going on for them. What medical things they've got coming up. Their job interviews, their holidays, court dates, anniversaries, treatments. So I know what's really going to be happening for them so that I can support them at the right time and the right moment. And that's what you want to be doing for your children. Five is avoid yes and no questions. I work with many children going through separation and divorce. And one thing I learned is if you ask a yes or no questions, you will get short, simple, sweet yes and no answers. So instead of did you have a good day at school, ask what was the best thing that happened in school today? Just one example. I think you you get my point. Six is don't make them a messenger. Avoid asking them to relay messages or to give you details on what the other parent is doing. If they feel awkward, they may not want to speak again. So you really want to make sure that they're not feeling awkward or negative about any of your time together because this call time is what you really, really have. And this is all you have when you're having a long-distance relationship. Seven is keep communication varied. Use video whenever possible at when, when you're talking because nearly 60%, 57% of our communication is through our body language. So show your interest, your love for your child through your facial expressions and hand gestures. Variety is also great for children and long-distance relationships. Use text messages, send pictures, emails, e-cards, as well as snail mail. Nothing is more exciting than opening a letter or a package or a parcel with your name on it. Tip eight is connect around a common interest. The best conversations happen when two people share a passion and an interest. This could be movies, TV shows, sports, books, games. Pick something that you can connect over and share your insights, funny moments, what you're looking forward to next. If you don't have any con common interest then make a point to find one. I was thrilled when I found out that my dad loved and was really into hypnosis and I became really into hypnosis and he loved self-help and I started getting into self-help and it was just so great to say oh you know have you heard of Stephen Cavoy? have you heard of Richard Bandler have you heard of this it, it, Milton Erickson you know, it was really great to share that kind of passion and I look forward to having these conversations with my father. So what can you connect your children with? What can you share? It's really amazing. Number nine is praise them. Children like adults need positive praise and admiration. Build them up. And if you need to mention anything that they're not doing so good at, if you're, you're the other parent, I said, look, can you tell them off about this or they need to be t told about this, then... Just ensure that you always give more positive than negative. I like to have a ratio of five to one. So you say five positive things and then one negative thing if you need to. Step tip 10 is always have something to look forward to. One of my life philosophies is having something to look forward to. I believe in all my coaching, all my clients that come into my house. I'm not always like, right, what have you got to look forward to? Even if they're going through the most challenging and difficult time, in their lives, it's then more than ever that you need to have and plan things to look forward to. And I think that can be the same for you as a, you in, as a parent and having your long-distance relationship. So what can you have to look forward to? It could be the next call. It could be, oh, you read this or you watch this and then 
uh, let's catch up on this. It could be, I'll call you after you've done your football match. Or when we meet again, we'll go ice skating. Or next time we see each other, let's do this. So it's always good to have something to look forward to. It's a really positive way to end a call. Tip 11 is stay connected to the other parent. Whilst you might find it challenging to communicate with them, especially if you're angry that they put you in this situation of being a long-distance parent, it's important for for effective co-parenting to be civil and to be flexible. Respect their rules and their schedules and ask if they need any support with your child. This is going to help your child and it's also going to help your relationship with them. So it's really, really essential to keep the peace between you. And tip 12 is look after yourself. Many fathers and mothers who are living apart from their children share with me that they feel numb, they feel lonely, they feel depressed and often worry that their children will forget who they are. After a few sessions having talked it through they feel more alive and equipped to make the best of their situation. We brainstorm ideas on how to handle any issues to increase the child-parent bond and tips on dealing with a difficult ex. So I encourage you to get with family and friends and share your feelings, share your concerns, and list some ways to address them, list some ways to enhance your relationship with your children, rather than bottle them up, because you deserve happiness too. Well, I hope there's something useful in this today. On my website, my Protect Children Through Divorce free ebook available This offers three of the most common mistakes parents make when it comes to children of divorce. And so you can just get this free copy at www.purepeacecoaching.com. Until the next episode, from my heart to yours, have a wonderful week ahead. Thank you for listening to Divorce Talk with Nicola Beer. If you have enjoyed the program, please leave a rating and review on iTunes so more people dealing with marriage breakdown and divorce get the support they need. If you want more great free resources, such as secrets to a happier relationship, moving on fast after divorce, or tips on parenting through divorce, be sure to visit www.purepeacecoaching.com today.